0: Why, hello there. This is Franz Borkhart. I'm sitting here with Richard Sprinkle. Howdy. We've missed you. (laughs) We have. We've missed you. We have. This is an episode, you're tuning in to an episode of Legally Unfiltered. It's been a minute, Richard. It has. So, we've been on a hiatus, but we felt compelled to come back. One, because we got a little extra time on our hands. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, we're doing social distancing, not at six feet, but no, we're doing some social distancing. No. So here's the deal. First and, back foremo- back. first and foremost, Legal and Filtered is a legal podcast and radio show that touches on issues that are in the media and that affect your life. And today we are tackling whether or not there is an executive authority uh, and, and specific in specifics, we're talking about the mayor of New Orleans. Correct. Whether or not there's executive authority to ban the purchase of firearms during the pandemic. Well, I'm going to let that sit there for a second.
1: Yeah. Ban purchases of firearms and I believe ammunition. Is, is ammunition covered in, in
0: that executive mm, order? Mm-mm. No. No, it's just firearms. Which is odd because explosives well, and combustibles what is are. Con- yeah. So yeah. I'm going to read. So look, we're jumping right in because we want to utilize, we want to utilize all the time. But, we're but, but about, let's but, 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 We did say
1: that the mayor of New Orleans says you can't buy a gun during the pandemic.
0: So here it is. Here it is. Subject to the provisions of a legislative act, Acts 275 of 2006, regular session, the emergency authority is hereby empowered, if necessary, whatever that means, if necessary to suspend or limit the sale, dispensing or transporting, the sale, dispensing or transporting, of alcoholic beverages, firearms, explosion, explosives, and combustibles. Would combustibles be 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 encompassed in? Excuse me. Would ammo be be encompassed in combustibles? Explosives or,
1: and combustibles. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's 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 explosives and combustibles. Right. So I'm going to read that again because I think it. I don't want I don't want there to be mass mm-hmm. hysteria when we talk about the constitutionality well, of this. I'm going to attack it on vagueness but anyway empowered if necessary whatever if necessary means to suspend or limit limit makes sense right yeah suspend or limit dispensing transporting or the sale the sale dispensing or transporting of alcoholic beverages okay firearms explosives and combustibles so we have a constitutional amendment Mm. it's not absolute no it's the second amendment It's in that book right there Rich has got books. So <laughs> so we have a constitutional amendment that allows us to do what?
1: To, to keep and bear arms.
0: Mm. So at the onset, it's important to note that this, this doesn't prohibit ownership or possession. Not at all. So so if you've got a gun, you're one of the good guys. I mean, excuse me. If you got a gun, you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're, <laughs> you're good. good. You're good. Um, if you don't have a firearm. And you try to buy a firearm during the pandemic, she, the mayor of New Orleans, could say, you know what? I don't think it's safe for you to be in a gun store because you might, com- com- you know, you might, you know, spread this virus. Mm-hmm. So we are going to suspend firearms. Now, that's not why she would suspend firearms. That's not at all. She firearms for another reason. That's right. Right.
1: Well... Why would you
0: suspend the sale of
1: alcohol? Well, I have no idea why New Orleans would ever suspend the sale of alcohol. The town lives on it, for God's sakes. I mean, let's get real. The only reason to suspend the firearms is when it's an issue of public safety. And I have yet to see a side effect of COVID-19 that causes people to discharge firearms recklessly or cause crimes with those firearms, so one can foresee that she has something else
0: in mind. So the question is I mean you clearly could go to another place oh, in the yeah. city and buy. Yeah. So you just couldn't buy and just get out of get
1: out of Orleans Parish. Right. Go to Metairie. Go to Kenner. You'll get a better deal anyway.
0: I don't even know of a gun store in Orleans Parish, to be honest with you. We're living in strange times, man. Um, at the, th- at the start of today, we were originally going to do an episode, ladies and gentlemen, about, you know, can you ban people on private property from being able to come together? Right. You know, what can the government under state law or federal law do in this, in this really weird, very emotionally taxing time? Yeah. What can be done? What cannot be
1: done? And well, that bleeds into this because that question asks the bigger question of how can the federal, state or local government affect your rights during emergencies. And now we're apparently seeing an example of it. So
0: what's your take on this? What do you think? Is this ripe for a constitutional challenge or do you think nobody would challenge it because candidly it's a delay law? Because it's not an outright ban of your ability to purchase but indefinitely.
1: it's an open-ended delay law. So in, in a way, it is indefinite because the the order says during the pandemic, right?
0: Well, no, it, it, it says under well, not, the emergency not, not the, not authority. Not the statute.
1: I'm saying, I'm saying the, order, the edict she came out with.
0: No, it's, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read it again. And, and by the way, her order does other things like it talks about egresses and subject to the provisions of 275 of 2006. The emergency authority is hereby empowered, if necessary, to suspend or limit the sale, dispensing or transporting of alcohol, beverages, firearms, explosives and combustibles. Right. There's no specificity on the on the scope in that provision. Um, is it? Just during a state of emergency, though, it's an emergency authority provision of a law, so it would have to be. I mean, we're in a national emergency, of course. So we're, co- course, we're no we are clearly in a state of. There's court, no question emergency.
1: there. Nobody's going to argue that. Um, I think the choice to say to people you can't buy firearms is forward thinking on her part. Whether it's right or wrong, I'm I'm I, I'm I'm not going to state online, but. Um, I think it's a, a forward thinking issue where she's concerned that toilet paper riots may turn into something far more serious than they already are.
0: I mean it's like I feel like I'm living in Mad Max. Okay, it's I, think, not that I, think,
1: strange. I, I I think we're seeing the horizon of it. Well and,
0: and you said last night, Richard, not to not to we had a conversation last night where you we're living in in, in, in a new did you phrase it as a new age? or We're, 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 we're starting to yeah, see...
1: Yeah, we're starting to see a, a vast change in the way we're going to live day-to-day life. Cool. Now, I don't know if it's permanent or temporary, but it's definitely going to be here for a couple of
0: weeks. <sighs> Good thing I own firearms. Yeah. Good thing you own firearms.
1: Do I own firearms? I don't, I don't want I, I to... I own firearms. You know what
0: I don't have, which I'm very upset about? I
1: lawfully own firearms. You know
0: what I don't have?
1: What's that? I don't have
0: an AR-15. <laughs> i do (laughs) so okay how does this play out can they enforce it can can the mayor what's the effect of not honoring this this ordinance or this proclamation
1: well i mean i could see it in being. i could see it being enforceable i could completely see it being enforceable from a legal standpoint in that you can instruct or or order all stores that that Sell firearms to stop doing so because they all have uh you know tax uh, licenses excuse me through the city parish of of New orleans the um, or Orleans parish in the city of New orleans I should say the uh the 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 issue of sales from individual to individual are a little different, but we know that. To legally effect a sale, if I wanted to sell you a firearm, you're going to give me money for the gun, and then at some point we have to go to a gun store and have a, 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 a transfer over so the government knows who it's registered to. So they could they could just stop these processes so no legal well, gun this, sales can happen.
0: Well, this can with this so this would include. Rich has an extra Glock that he doesn't need, and he says, "Hey, we're living in Orleans. Hey Franz, I want you to be safe and secure." Yeah. You could have this Glock for five hundred. Yeah, this would include that, right? Because private sales and commercials.
1: Because well, it, it it would stop the transfer where we would have to go to an uh, a licensed gun dealer to to affect the the registration transfer.
0: Here's a question: Does this kind of proclamation? Does this kind of law? Because let's be not mistaken, a proclamation is is essentially an executive order it is right is this kind of executive order going to make people feel safer or less safe
1: well i guess it's my knee-jerk
0: reaction my knee-jerk reaction and and look i'll I'll be candid subconsciously even though i possess and own firearms my knee-jerk reaction was i felt like what
1: i have now you ask is it going to make people feel safer or less safe and, and is it actually going to make them world gu- safe well i'm going to tell you it depends on the individual because there are folks out there we know there are folks out there who would feel much safer if nobody but the police had firearms there are others out there like myself who say why is the lady who has an armed guard detail around her 24 7 telling me i can't protect myself with a firearm now, i have issue with that um so I don't think you can answer that question fairly. Is did, are people going
0: to feel less safe or more safe? I think it depends on the person. It's a funny world that we live in, and I got to be candid with you that that I'm very concerned that you know. Look, I said earlier today I was on another podcast. Sometimes I sometimes I flirt with other podcasts. You know, we have an open relationship.
1: We, we do have an open we have podcast. An, relationship.
0: An, we have an understanding. Um, you know, sometimes I go with other podcasts. Anyways, I was talking to another podcast this morning. I think curfew is coming. Oh, curfew's coming. I don't know if if what's coming is, as of the time we record this, I don't know if what's coming is mandatory isolation or quarantine, healthy or unhealthy. It depends on whether or not you're that guy in Kentucky. Yeah, and, and, and elaborate on that. What are we talking about in Kentucky?
1: Well, in Kentucky, uh, I don't have all the details readily at hand, but there was an individual who did test positive for the coronavirus. He was told to go home and self-quarantine, and he basically said, nope, not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. So the, uh, a local judge um, in Kentucky, he basically enacted a, a, a statute or revised the sta- or what's the word I'm looking for revived an old statute that hadn't been used in forever to allow the sheriff to basically surround this guy's house. So there's deputies around his house and keeping him inside. And that's that we have our first individual uh, quarantined in his own home, basically at gunpoint here in America.
0: It's a new, it's a new world. So when I was researching this issue about, the rights the constitutional rights of quarantine isolationist or isolation individuals what's interesting to me is what the case law seems to indicate what the law seems to indicate is the power is under the state and local government right. policing authority and public health but what i consistently read was the policing authority of the of the local and state government it's more of a social contract of, we're asking you to do these things. Mm-hmm. They don't want to arrest people, although there may be a criminal or civil p- penalty for not following what the state is telling you to do. Disturbing the peace. Right, yeah. right, right. Million like, ways they to don't do that. want to arrest you, one, because it doesn't solve a problem. Because candidly, candidly, then you're talking about, you're talking about putting someone in prison that may or may not be unhealthy. Right. Two, the policing authority does not have the man and woman power to patrol an entire city. I mean, it's like curfew violations. Yeah. Curfew viol- violations are easy if you're on the roadway driving around at night where nobody else is. But being at someone's house or having a certain gathering of a certain amount of people, that's hard. That's really hard to police. That's really hard to police. And I, and, I, and consistently, what I'm reading is it's it's voluntary, right? They want it to be. They want the community to step up and say, you know what, the government is asking me not to do X, Y, and Z, so I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. Okay. That being said, that being said, I, at some point, and and look, the other side of this is is most most good citizens, if they're sick, they're going to self quarantine. Sure. They're gonna they're gonna put themselves in isolation. Our problem right now as a city is we don't know who has it and who doesn't have it because we don't have tests. If you have, we don't have adequate tests. Right,
1: you don't you don't have adequate tests. But to be to be clear, from from what I've read, I don't have it. I don't believe Franz has it. But from what I've read, if you have this thing, you're you're gonna have a fever. You're gonna feel terrible. You're you're gonna want to self quarantine because you just want to stay home in bed more than likely. If you know you've come down with it, the problem is people don't know whether or not they. Are uh, have have contracted it, or whether or not they're symptomatic? Well, you know if you're symptomatic. If you're asymptomatic and you're walking around, you're basically a time
0: bomb. Well, the the other problem we have now is, and, and yesterday was a good example. Yesterday, you and I were talking, and you you had a splitting quote unquote headache. Oh, it was awful. Merge with sinus issues. Right, right. So you know you know that seasonally that is when these things happen. We got flu going around. Mhm. We've got sinus and allergies going around. My yep. car was was caked in pollen yesterday. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah, your black car turns yellowish yeah. green, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I mean, my point is, my point is 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 we've got a lot of things going on to where you may not quote unquote feel well. And then you got good old-fashioned just hypochondria. Oh yeah. Of man, there's this national pandemic going on and I think I'm sick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Coupled with that, the only way you can get testing in Baton Rouge right now is you got to get a, a order from your your you have to get a referral from your primary right. or
1: from a doctor. And if you don't have a primary, you, you got to call two one one and see what they tell you. Right, and even then, it you know so they I, have a better way of doing it in Jefferson Parish right now. Uh, Jefferson Parish currently down at um, I can't I think it's at West Jefferson Hospital. Um, they um, they have a, a situation where. You can drive through, and they hit you with the non-touch thermometer, 15 and a half, yep. and they hit you with a no-touch thermometer. If you have a fever, you get a flu test, the instant little swabby flu test. If the flu test is negative, you go for a coronavirus and I, and test. And then I
0: wonder, and then I wonder, the tests that we have right now, how reliable are they?
1: Which ones? The corona tests? The corona tests.
0: I, if, I mean, it, it, is, it a, <clears throat> is it a dual test where you have to have two positives? Are we sending the test off? I mean, what's...
1: Okay, the way this... And this covers the whole presumptive positive. What People are asking what a presumptive positive was. A presumptive positive was a field test that turned up positive. Uh, Imagine a pregnancy test. Those home pregnancy tests are about 99.9% positive. But if someone takes a home pregnancy test and it turns out positive, they typically go to their doctor and then their doctor administers a fancier test. Uh, The same thing was going on with the coronavirus. Uh, If you got the field test that turned up positive, you were called presumptive positive until recently. And I mean, just yesterday uh, all the presumptive positive tests were forwarded to the cdc in atlanta for thorough testing now the cdc is saying that the field tests we have are adequate and anybody who is a presumptive positive is essentially a positive
0: now let's circle back to the firearms richard sprinkle and franz bork are not telling you guys to go out and purchase firearms today because tomorrow mayor broom may may use an executive proclamation to do the same thing that the mayor of New Orleans is I, doing.
1: Richard Sprinkle says, Any day's a good day to buy a firearm. I didn't want to speak for you. I'm sorry. Any day's a good day. Any day's a good day. But no, don't make a panic run on uh, any firearm stores. If you do, make it uh, Mo Guns or, or whatever, Charles Watson's place. But aside from that, don't uh, don't go making panic runs on firearms. Can you, buy firearm firearms stores. Online? you can firearms online? You can, but guess what has to happen? The firearm has to get transferred to somebody with an FFL license who can do and a legal wonder, transfer. And I to you. wonder,
0: looking at the federal law and the national state of emergency, I wonder if there's a because now we're talking about commerce clause, right? And I wonder if there's some kind of emergency provision in some kind of congressional act that says no, you you can't you can't buy during this time period from from online. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer to that.
1: I don't, like, mm, I don't like. I don't like these I don't, rights. I don't, I don't like. We're asking these questions. I don't like. Well, I, you know, I don't. I don't like having to ask these questions. Let me rephrase. I don't like
0: having. Well, to ask these Well, and you questions. hit the nail on the head when you were talking about some of the vagueness of the statute. Sure. What does necessity mean? Yeah. I mean, if all the bars are closed, uh-huh. if all the restaurants are closed, except all the movie take theaters, to, if the casinos, the, parks, the movie the casinos. theaters, all the all the strip clubs are closed, for yeah. God's
1: sakes, yeah. You know, there are sex workers wondering where their next meal is going to come from. I, I, I kid you not.
0: Services, service industry. And the, the article I read said sex workers, but it's yeah, it what? applies to everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are strip club employees sex workers?
1: That's the headline of the article. I didn't write it. Take it up with the author. I feel
0: that's judgmental. Take it up with the author. (laughs) Richard Sprinkle and Franz Bork are not the sort of radio show (laughs) or podcasters that would judge young men or women for dancing on the pole. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. judge, But look, we're at 19 minutes. We got to start talking. So can we can we talk about what we didn't talk about the front half? Um, Our bargain still is on the table. If you email us at oh, yeah. legallyunfiltered at gmail.com, a topic. Morgan Lamondre is a good example of not only did she email us a topic. But she came on the show and talked about the topic. But she didn't get her cups yet. Well, that's cause, That's because she didn't get her cups. <laughs> so if you email us and we use your topic, and I think we're going to have some emails on this. I think so. We will give you not one, but, but two, two legally unfiltered mugs.
1: That's right. Coffee mugs. That's right. Now, you you He's feel not, free to...
0: These are sprinkle mugs I'm holding sprinkled, now. These
1: are sprinkle law firm cups. And you can't really see them, but there's a legally unfiltered cup way up there on the top of the bookshelf. Um, but it's on you to wipe them out with... Clorox wipes, if you can get your hands on any.
0: I don't even know what to say about that. So, if you'd like to follow Legally Unfiltered on social media, you can do so on Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can also check us out on www.legallyunfiltered.com. And then, I'm, I'm sorry, you're making 20 hands. minutes. <laughs> so, we got two minutes left. We got two that's minutes. Like, that's right. Well, yeah. you know, you always yell at me that we go over. So. Well, because yeah, we go over all the time. All right. So, so in addition, you can go to www.legallyunfiltered.com dot com to get more information about us. We may be doing some more more virus topics. I think so. Well, well,
1: we need to be doing more. What's going to happen to my rights? Topics because I think and and y'all. I think we're going to see. An erosion of our liberties, but you know, look, we we allowed this to happen after 9-11. We suddenly became okay with pat downs in airports because it made the world safer.
0: Whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa. Did we ever really become okay? We became pat-down. okay enough that we keep electing we, the people that put how it we into feel, place. We know how we feel about belts off at airports. Yeah. We know how we feel about shoes off at airports. Yeah,
1: I don't know. We keep re-electing the people that put it into place, so we must be all right. Is with there
0: going to be? Is there? Are there going to be ramifications for this? Or or is the common community consensus going to be at the end of all this that everybody was just doing the best they could in the situation? You know, I
1: don't know that the one person made a comment on something you posted today, and and it may ring true that that there may be some civil disobedience, particularly when it comes to being told you can't go to church. I think that, I think that may be an issue for a lot of people, especially with Easter coming up.
0: So I just got a message from somebody. It wasn't an email? One of our friends, Joel, asked. What about what happens with custody and custody arrangements um, and turning in and dropping off and all this jazz? That's a good question. It's a very good question. I mean, I mean, I don't think, you know, I think what's going to trump there, Joel, is is what's in the best interest of the child. Um but we, we may tackle that at a later time. Yeah.
1: I mean, individual, uh, individual situations under the law, they're going to they're gonna have to be addressed so, individually, I guess.
0: So that's about it for this episode of, of Legally Unfiltered. We'll see you next time. Facebook Live, don't go anywhere. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like it legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.